I do. Red ripe tomatoes. I'm never satisfied. Mm-mm. I want the frim frim sauce with the oils of vape. Wish you fafa on the side. Don't want pork chops and bacon. My favorites. That won't awaken my appetite inside. I want the frim frim sauce with the oils of vape. Wish you fafa. It's time for another Cooking with a Hazelnut show starring Debbie Hazelton and yours truly, Big R, <laughs> Randy Rusnak. Yeah! Open the air fryer and put the potatoes in. Close it. Today, I'm hungry. <laughs> Why would I say that when there's an air fryer in front of me? Well, that's because I like food. Thickening just as I wanted it to. Don't want any lumps to form. Brian's making soup today. Egg rolls and steak fries in the air fryer. Debbie and I bantering. All this and more coming up as this episode continues. Oh yes, you'll even hear me getting hit in the head. Now, isn't that worth listening for? Ouch, that hurts. <laughs> hey, did you know we are Apple approved? What does that mean? That means you can now search for Cooking with the Hazelnuts with any podcast catcher. You can use Downcast, Overcast, Podcast from Apple or QCast for your Windows PC. In the edit field, enter in Cooking with the Hazelnuts. You'll find us. Once you do, subscribe. Tell your friends. It's all what it's cracked up to be. That's not only the OptiGrill beef to say that food is cooking, it's also just a little something to get your attention because we need to let you know that we now have a new phone number for voicemail. The new number is 641 715 3900 that's 641-715-3900 the passcode 412-728-POUND that's 412-728-POUND thank you for listening we look forward to hearing from you do you, do you by any chance have a soundbite idea yes i do i mentioned it the other day um oh. to you it's you didn't get the bite 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 yeah no. but i don't remember it though i want to say now it's time for sound bite 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 bite, bite. <laughs> we need to remember that sighted people are also messy and in many cases might even make more of a mess than we do because many of us have learned uh, to be especially neat. And so I think we need to remind ourselves sometimes that perspective that we are not necessarily more sloppy. We don't necessarily eat more sloppily 
Um, well, wait till you, you know. hear this demonstration I did. Slop, slop, slop. You're right. You're absolutely right, though. Uh, we <laughs> really are thorough in the kitchen, as well as you know, lettuce-sided folks. We we do tend to really watch it in the kitchen. We just uh, are uh, very careful in what we do and try to pick up right away. At least I, uh, we do. Both yeah, of us do. I do too. And yeah. I mean, I, I have to say, in all honesty, I've been at many a social yeah. gathering where people have thought that I needed a special table or, you know, they just assumed that, you know, they could eat on their laps, but that I couldn't. And I'll, and I will often insist on it just to make a point, you know, that I know I can. And, and I've had people make, I, I remember I was at a party once where somebody spilled something and they, and, and it was even somebody I knew. And she said, Oh, you're making me look like a sloppy blind person. And I said, Ooh. excuse me, Ooh. you know, how weird, you know, just really strange. But some of us are even neater to compensate for the assumptions and also just to be more in control of where where we are, where our stuff is, mm -hmm. where our food is, where our utensils are, or any of those things. Now, there are plenty of sloppy blind people and there are plenty of sloppy sighted people. And I know many sighted people who spill their food when they're eating or, you know, when they're <laughs> doing things. You know? Yeah, look at Fred Flintstone. Ooh. <laughs> What did he do? Well, he always spills. Well, he doesn't spill stuff. He just like is real, you know, the way he eats is just real, you know, real, you know, <laughs> sounding. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I've known plenty of sighted and blind people who chew with their mouths open. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, in case you didn't know, it's really better to chew with your mouth closed so everybody isn't seeing what you're eating. Oh, I was insistent <laughs> closing my mouth. Um, I mean, l let me rephrase that. <laughs> While eating. <laughs> While eating. And that is today's sound bite. Bite, bite, bite. Yes, bite, bite. indeed. Bite, bite, bite. Bite, Well, hey everybody! <laughs> we just hey. we just launched into the soundbite right away, and we forgot to say hi to you guys. Oh, well, we can always move that, but hi, yeah. you guys. No, I'm. I'm hi, not, I don't want to do any work. I just want to right, put fine. it in. All right, fine. We're just gonna bite right in, and then hope that they can swallow it, and we'll get on with things. Boom, boom. <laughs> hey, I'm very excited, you guys. I was playing around with my deli meat slicer, and I have one thing to tell you. Uh, Debbie, have you ever had, or do you know what kettle chips are? I certainly do. Uh, I adore kettle chips. Oh, then you would adore they are my, my chips. Favorite. You know what I did? Oh, they're mine too. You know what I did? I sliced them a little thicker because I wasn't sure exactly how thin they would go. So they turned out to be kettle chips, and I cooked them for I want to say half an hour, maybe thirty-five minutes. Mm. And I want to tell you. Oh my gosh, you guys. And I'm going to demonstrate the deli slicer is so great for making great big huge thicker, not thick thick thick, but you know, thicker chip. And I had a little bowl f well, they, no, I guess it well, let me take that back. It was not so little. <laughs> we ended up eating 3 potatoes worth of kettle chips and i really had oh. a jog on the treadmill that day boy but i mean it wasn't you know just a tablespoon of olive oil now olive oil as debbie oh. told you is so great with fries but it's also great for making kettle chips oh they were good oh my god and did you was that one or two loads in the fryer i just made it one one batch batch 
Okay. And but what I did was, as they got done, I'm I'm such a bad big R. That's <laughs> so bad. As they got done, oh, I I like loaded them into the bowl, and before I could really do much (laughs) with it, you know, one would go in my mouth, and then another one, and I I I kind of ate them in batches. In you know, it's research. You have to make sure they're all cooked well, and you know, you have to taste the crispness, the doneness, the balance of the oil. Oh, I researched them so well. I just researched (laughs) it (laughs) until they were all gone. And I told Jason about this. And, you know, Uh Jason, he was so excited. I think I almost, and that's Jason from the main menu show that we're both on. I may have him convinced to go looking out for deli slicers. I don't know. Oh, I'm going to. So this was instead of the mandolin. So there's no need to get a mandolin then, I guess, Well, if you get this deli. Slicer, I would, huh? I guess, if I had my druthers, I guess now thinking about it after using the uh, deli slicer, I guess I would not get a mandolin. I don't know. So here's another thought. If you cut them thick like that, mm-hmm. I would think you could do a combination of things like dip them in chocolate. Oh, yeah. Or you could wrap some bacon around them and dip them in chocolate. Bacon and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I've heard it's wonderful. Yeah, that's what I've I heard, too. I want to try it. All I right. want to try it. Oh, man. You know, I mean, I probably could have made some crisscross designs on that chocolate cake last week with some bacon. You know, you were talking about um, people having plates in their laps. We got together. What I'd like to do is have you... <laughs> I'd like to have <laughs> potato chips, chocolate, and bacon on a plate and just have you hold it. One, you know, in each hand, balance it, and I'll just eat off the plate while you hold oh, it for you me. Oh, want me to hold the plate? Yeah. And what do I get to do other than hold the plate? Well, isn't it enough just to get the satisfaction of doing that just for me? For you to eat it? Mm-hmm. Now, listen. So, guess... as far as I'm concerned, holding the plate and not getting fed at all <laughs> just for you to indulge—that yeah. sounds like oh, yeah, torture. Another, we're doing air fryer. Ooh. Steak fries um, that have been, you know, baked already, um, and egg rolls and cauliflower are, soup. Oh, and, they were baked mm-hmm. by you, and then you're going to deep fry them for heating them up, or what? I mean, yep. air fry them. Yep. And they okay. And they were just—it was a shortcut that I tried, and oh. naturally for the audience uh, that are listening, I crunched them, and you know. You had to, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, and you know what? We want to apologize for anyone. Who listened live last week, as opposed to dead, but as opposed to <laughs> later on replay or podcast, we know that uh, there was a glitch in the first airing, um, and it was a, a just a technical snafu. communication yeah. snafu kind of thing. So the whole demo and everything is there on the podcast and was there for the replays, and we apologize, especially if you were a new listener. And we got your appetite all nicely uh, excited, and then we disappeared before it was over. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many Rogers I got, how many Roger messages, and how many tweets I got over that? <laughs> you mean that, that it left them in the middle? Well, you know, or aren't you guys supposed to do recipes and do demos and stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and I so, uh, I felt like just running some kind of a tape loop going, Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry that did happen. I me did too. have people writing me though, and me and Rogering about wanting that cake and just oh yeah, really, uh, really liking the way that sounded. Yeah, 
Oh, you guys, uh, we have demos and fun, and this whole show is um, just packed once again for your listening pleasure, if I can only talk. <laughs> yeah. Golly, golly. Notifications. I, you know, I've been, I've been just getting notifications while you're talking, and, and I've been asking myself lately, how many notifications do you think you get a day? Any idea? No. <laughs> I don't I know. No. I said a 50 and I said no that's way too few. 100 but I bet it may be even more than that. Now I, people out there are going, "Oh, wow, you guys are just popular." Well, that's that's No, it's our it's the way these apps work and we could ch- we could change it, but I mean it's a lot of other apps. It's not only Oh yeah, you know. well no, I want people to think, "Oh gosh, these guys are popular." Well, my phone's we going are, off and off. I was Yeah, I I I don't know. I mean, you got just in Roger alone, you got Roger coming in, mm-hmm. which is a communications app. Yep. Not only do you have one message, but a duplicate message will appear if you don't yes. catch it in time, you know, like uh fast heartbeat and yeah, blah blah blah. Yep. And then for me, Vorail comes in and like yep. wants to chat, and then, and that's not counting, you know, radio stations Me- like listen to this and whatever, and yeah. messages and oh, yeah. Swarm and AP Mobile and Dice World and and uh, email and yeah, on and on. Oh man, it's amazing. And then we, our security system gives us a million uh, notifications now every time a door is opened, every time. A door is passed, practically. Well, so we've got Brian's uh, soup, yep. and what else? And we got your deep frying, or air frying, rather, those... Uh, Egg rolls and fries. Cool. So we're all set. We're set, and we've got other things to come. I've gotten a couple other things oh, that I yeah. cooked that are going to you know, come up in other shows, and uh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be some good, sh- good stuff coming up. Good stuff. And I uh, almost slipped there. Um, yeah, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> I want to just comment really quickly here, and I want you guys to take note of this. And I've been asked, can I, can I, can I? And I keep saying, yes, 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 but let me make it perfectly, let me make it perfectly clear. <laughs> we want you guys to do demos for us. Yes. There we go. We do. If you have a demo do, you'd like do. to submit, you know, let's get to it, you know? Yeah. We, lo- we love that. You can use a digital recorder. You can use a phone. You can use other things to to demo and, um, you know, for recording. And just, um, you know, let us know. Get it to us. Email us. Uh, send us a Dropbox link. Well, yeah. thank goodness we got some demos on the horizon yeah. here. Right. Uh, that are mm-hmm. already done and people want to do them, and that's yep. really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll see you later. Okay, thanks so much, Randy. Yeah, you bet. And now, in the kitchen, Brian Charlson making homemade soup. Mm-mm, good. Can I say that? Okay, this is Brian in the kitchen. You can hear some sizzling in the background. Today I'm making cream of cauliflower soup. I started the whole process first by putting into a pot a cut up head of cauliflower and a cut up white or yellow onion. 
and brought those to a boil and have them simmering until that becomes tender. Then here I have a, what's going to end up being the soup pot with a stick of butter in there unsalted and now I'm going to bring over a quarter cup of flour and what I'm making here is a roux You can hear it sizzle when it hits that hot butter. I've got a wire whisk here that I'll stir it around with. Again, I'm trying to create a paste at the bottom of the pot here. I've got my burner at, oh, just about medium at this point. There we go. And now I'm going to let that sit for just a second as I get back over to the refrigerator and bring out some milk. Come to me. That refrigerator is very, very full and about to get even more full. So, once this roux has come together, I will be adding milk to it. Give that roux another stir with the whisk. We want to cook out the raw taste of the flour. Um, and we want all the particles that make up the flour to be wrapped up in a bit of fat. That's the butter. And then we're going to hit the pot with some of this milk. You'll hear it sizzle. putting much in there to begin with. Again, the goal here is to make a thickening agent for the cream of cauliflower soup. Continuing to stir. I want to bring this up to a near boil. Combination of the flour, the butter, and the milk should create that thickening effect I'm looking for. And once it feels really thick to me under my whisk, I'll thin it down with a little bit more milk. While this is going on, and I've turned my burner up to a medium, medium high, I'm reaching over here to some seasoning. Let's open up the onion powder Give it a little bit of onion powder. There we go. About a quarter teaspoon or so of that. And then a like amount of granulated garlic. My Tupperware things have two caps on them. One's that's the sprinkle edge and one's that's, that is the spoon edge. I just accidentally opened up the wrong one, but I didn't toss any in yet, so now I'm doing the sprinkle edge here. Doesn't have to be precise, I'm just looking for some garlic flavor in there. And then the third thing I'm going to put in there is a bit of dry thyme. I'd use fresh thyme if I had it, but I don't. 
So it's dry time today. Get that a sprinkle in there. All of this into that roux. And you can now hear it sizzling, thickening up. Get that whisk in there and give it a stir. Oh yeah, it's starting to get paste-like. Thickening just as I wanted it to. Don't want any lumps to form. That's one of the reasons I'm using a whisk. But also it's why I'm adding milk the way I am. Here comes some more milk. And another stir until this is all incorporated in there. Mmm, smells good and it doesn't even have the cauliflower in it yet. careful that I don't stir too vigorously and splash it onto the burner because the smell of scorched milk is nothing to enjoy I don't think again I want this thicker than I would normally want a soup because I'm going to be adding not only the cauliflower and onion cooking on the back burner but uh, the water that I've been cooking it in and that will thin it down to a soup texture consistency whatever you want to call it and then we're going to puree it with a stick blender so I better get that stick blender out of the drawer here this is called my everything drawer there's the motor part and it has its partner, the stick-slash-blade part. Ah, what a mess, huh? There it is. And the one twists onto the other. Back over here by the sink. Give that pot a stir. We don't want it to get too thick. Now, you might have noticed that I left out two other seasonings, which I should make a point of doing now, and that's salt. I always keep a salt shaker on the back of the stove. And this is strictly for cooking purposes. Unless the recipe calls for kosher salt, it's just regular table salt. Quite a bit in there. And then, of course, the pepper grinder, the partner, S&P, salt and pepper. Sounds like a lot of pepper, but with this much soup, it'll be diluted. Ah, the fragrance of it all gets even better. Even better. Now, I'll let that be for a moment as I put the milk back away. I probably used about oh, two, three cups of milk in there. Again, I was doing it to the texture not by measurement at this point. And there, that's back in the fridge. And now I've got to open the appliance garage that's on the counter. It's one of those things under a corner lady, Lazy Susan because I'm going to need to plug in 
my stick blender. So uncoil the cord. Reach deep inside the garage to the back corner here. Line up the prongs and plug it in. Just to make sure it's working, press the trigger. Yep, that's ready to rock and roll. When the time comes, again, give my milk slash roux slash season component together here. Make sure it's not lumping up. Now, let's take a look, take the lid off the pot on the back burner. And it's bubbling nicely. Grab the fork I keep to the side here to give the veg a poke and see if they're soft enough yet. And yes, they are. So I'll turn off that back burner. Don't need it anymore. And the fork can sink with dirty dishes. Well, that's the only dirty dish right now. And again, give the roux milk mixture a stir. Keep it from sticking to anything. Tap the excess off the whisk back into the sink that goes. Now I need a spoon because we're going to be going past what a simple whisk can do. So I have a nice large spoon here. And now what I'm going to do is take that pot that is the um, cauliflower. I'm going to pour it slowly. Again, you're doing it with two hot pots here, so I'm going to be careful and slow. I just used enough water just to cover the vegetables because I don't want them diluting the soup too much. Now all of one is into the other. And put the pot in the sink. And grab that spoon carefully, because it's much fuller now, give it a stir. We want the two things, the water with all of its vegetable juices to meld with the roux slash milk mixture. all doing fine now. Give that a little time to do its thing. Leaving the spoon resting in the pot. Come over and grab myself a small plate that I can use as a spoon rest. Up to this point I haven't had to rest anything on the stove that had been used, but I am going to need to do so. Now that I have a dirty spoon, 
I can't have the spoon in there at the same time that I am using this thick blender. Boy, that smells good. You can't imagine. I know people who aren't fond of cauliflower can say, ugh, cauliflower. Well, let me tell you, people who don't like cauliflower that much, if at all, can very much enjoy cream of cauliflower soup. So grab that stick blender now. Make sure the cord does not get anywhere near the stove top. Put it in and do some buzzing. The goal is to almost entirely puree the vegetable. Noisy, noisy. And this, of course, will thicken the soup as well. And I'm going to turn it down even lower because everything is cooked. These thick blenders, oops. Little splash. Tried not to do that, but not entirely successful. I'll drape the end of that into the sink without putting it in the sink, you understand. It doesn't want to do it the right way. Do it this way then. Fine. All right, so that's draped over the sink. Again, grab my spoon off the spoon rest, give it a stir and see if it feels as if I've blended it enough. I feel too many lumps still in there. So it's back to the stick blender and back to the pot. And if it's not, so be it. Take off the blend end, drop it in the sink, and unplug the motor end. Give my hands a wash here. Grab my kitchen towel, wipe my hands off. Over the shoulder it goes. Let's put it over this shoulder so you don't have to listen to all the rustling of that. smells good. Give it a stir with a spoon. See if I got those big lumps this time. And those big lumps were just pieces of cauliflower, you understand? Not like it's going to hurt the soup. And I think this soup, short of tasting for seasoning, is a done deal.
picking and imploding the bowl of the spoon on top of it and pushing down. And it gives you an idea of the viscosity, if you will, of the soup. I'm salivating here. Uh, now let me get a, a bowl here to give it a little taste test. So I'm going to take one spoonful and over the pot so I don't spill things. Put some in a bowl. Set it to the side over here. Put the spoon back on the spoon rest. Making it easier to wipe off the stove later. Grab a spoon out of the silverware drawer. Grab that bowl. Give it a sniff. So good. Don't want to burn myself. Mm. <laughs> Woo! Nearly did burn myself with that piece of cauliflower. Taste is very good. Can stand to be a little thicker, so I'm going to let it cook a little while and evaporate off some of the water that's in there. But there you have it Brian's Cream of Cauliflower Soup. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B Hazelnuts. H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Have something to offer? Just tweet us. Hi, guys. Back to the air fryer. Today, I'm hungry. <laughs> Why would I say that when there's an air fryer in front of me? Well, that's because I like food. All right, I'm going to turn on the fryer. We're going to get some egg rolls going this time and perhaps some fries on the bottom. And I make the fries. These are going to be just from some baked potatoes that are just going to be cut into fries because uh, potatoes are already baked. So here we go. Turning on the fryer. And we're going to get... the egg rolls and I'm going to get a potato that has been sitting in the fridge and we're going to use it the clanging was a oven cover that I had here First, we're going to uh, cut the fries and on the baked potatoes. Um, the baked potato is a red potato and it's in tin foil. Going to unwrap it, and just we're just going to simply slice it diagonally.
so I'm looking for a little paring knife, which I have. And I'm going to slice it right down the middle. I'm doing that now. And then I turn it over so the flat side is down. I'm going to slice it again. And these will make some nice big steak fries. And I'm going to slice it again. So we have a quarter uh, sliced into big steak fries. These will make about... Mm, okay, I'll take, a, take the other half of the potato and slice it down into strips. Slice it in half. Turn it over so flat sides down. Slice it in half again. And we have some nice steak fries coming. And slice another portion of it. And slice another portion of it. And it's a little bit hard to describe how many fries I have here, but I'm going to give you an estimation. Ten, ten nice big steak fries. Alright. So we're going to get a bowl here. teaspoon very simple snack all right I have a teaspoon I'm gonna get a little olive oil fryer just got ready. I heard it click. And we're going to put a teaspoon of olive oil into a bowl. Just like that. Put the teaspoon down. I just happen to have a paper towel sitting on the side just to set the tablespoon, the teaspoon down rather. Put the cap back on the olive oil. And take these steak fries that I made, put them in the olive oil. And that that. I'm going to take a little bit of seasoned salt, get another paper towel for my hands here, take the tin foil, throw that away, and 
just a little bit of seasoned salt. Shake it into my hand here. It's in a big jar. And I'm going to bring you and the bowl of potatoes in here. Set it down on the table. Open the air fryer and put the potatoes in. Close it. Okay, in go these steak fries. Listen to this. I don't know if you can hear that or not, but in, in they go. Now these won't have to cook very long. time these for about, oh, I don't know, maybe four minutes. I'm going to pick up the bowl here and go grab some egg rolls. Alright, we'll let this go for, I'll say five minutes until they get nice and crisp. Now I'm going to get the egg rolls and put them on the rack that I got with the Phillips air fryer. By the way, this is cooked on high temperature. Set the rack down. I have the egg rolls right here in a box. These are pork and shrimp egg rolls, and my goodness, guys, they're delightful. Let me see how many I can get on. I'm going to kind of measure this rack here. Oh, we have. Oh, they're big. See, can I get them all on here? Yes, I can. What I'm going to do is unwrap the egg rolls. I'm throwing this box away. I'm going to unwrap the egg rolls and put them right on the inside the fryer and everything should be done about the same time that the steak fries are done.
hands are just a little bit slick from the little bit of oil that I put on the fries. Okay, there's one package cut. And there's another package cut. One more. And the last package will be Take the egg roll, take it out of its package. These are Pagoda egg rolls, by the way, in case you want to know the brand. And there's another one set on the rack. Now these have enough oil on them already because of the wonton skins that I don't have to oil them. There's just a little hint of oil on the skins, I think. I, I've had these before and they're just, they're really good. I'm simply going to bring the basket over to the stove, set it down, make sure there's no paper or cellophane in the way, uh, little, little bags that they came in. Throwing everything away, because if you sit the air fryer on top of a a wrapper, it will burn on the fry basket. Trust me, we don't want that. Okay, I'm going to pull these, pull this out. Okay, I'm simply going to Place the rack into the air fryer. Oh, I hit my head on the counter. That felt kind of good. All right, we're going to put these in. And they're sitting right on top of the potatoes, and I'm going to go slip this in right now. take about seven minutes.
Now there are little packets that these egg rolls come with. There's like a sweet and sour sauce. I'm going to cut them open, put them into a bowl, and they will be all ready for eating. soy sauce packs and I'm going to get a scissor and open them up put the sauce in the bowl I have a little ramekin it's a little round ramekin that we'll put the sauce in there you are that's what it sounds like and I'll grab a scissor now you can make regular fries by the way I mean in the oven, but these are the potatoes that I had laying around. packets and getting them ready to slip into a bowl here. There goes the sauces into a bowl. Yeah, I just took a taste out of it. Mm, it's like a duck sauce. Mm, it's rather spicy too.
hard to believe these egg rolls can taste so good coming out of the air fryer, but boy, every time they do, they sure, they sure are good. All right, now we're going to um, take these out of the fryer. So I'm going to walk over and turn off the fryer. And when I do that, then I'll pull the basket out. And here they are. And I am going to just take these out with my fingers. I'm used to handling hot things. And here they come. Oh, these look good. Hear that Christmas? And then I'm going to grab a towel, take the rack out. Get in the sink. Pour the fries onto the plate. All these look really good. Hear how crisp everything is? Okay, just to show you how crunchy the fries are, I'll let you hear a fry and then let me dip it into the sauce here. I can't. <laughs> Too hot. All these egg rolls are superb. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. We Thanks, everyone. Yeah, this has been another... Thanks for putting up with our folly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thank you.